1: Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, located in the Roanoke, Salem, Virginia area. We are thankful for you joining in, listening here, taking your discipleship, your spiritual journey, seriously desiring to get into God's Word so that God's Word gets into you and God's Word comes out of you. Uh, this week, we have uh, uh, Nicole Hunts here at our Salem campus joining us. Uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, we alternate weeks of people going from North Campus and Salem and Southwest, uh, making sure we have our entire uh, church represented the body. That's one of the beautiful things I love about being a part of a multi-site church is we truly get to see how God has designed the big C church to, to work and to operate, to work in unison. So before we j- dive into 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, Nicole, what has been the greatest influence or what has had the greatest influence on uh, you and Justin's marriage?
0: Um, well, I would say the fear of God and that might sound really heavy, but um but it's it's the truth. Um you know just like just like everybody, everybody has trials, everybody Mm -hmm. has things that they have to overcome. Um my husband has a very demanding career and it has been very challenging to even spend time together. And so I have felt challenged to say, okay, like this is an ideal but I fear God and because of that, it leads me to know that relationships are important. Mm. So how can, how can we prioritize time together? How can we prioritize communication so that we're on the same page about money or our schedule or where we're going on vacation or, or, or just even mundane things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and just having that constant prompt prompt to come back together and come back to God um, because it is very easy since he's away a lot to to since we're physically not together to move apart relationally as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. kind of let that fall in the wayside. Good stuff there. Uh, yeah, I think even the fear of God is something that's not, it used to be preached a lot back in the day, and I feel like the pendulum has shifted. And it's like, you know, the fear of God is not as prominent in the pulpit or in the mm-hmm. churches today. Mm-hmm. and probably needs to start to drift back the the other way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whereas well, we're here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, if you've already read it, uh, you notice that there's a, a first, actually chapters 4 and 5 are kind of the, pinnacle of the the book of Thessalonians, and a lot of people spend a lot of time in here and don't spend a lot of time in the first three chapters, but because there's quite interesting reading here in mm-hmm. this text. Uh, so what verses did the Holy Spirit uh, illuminate and reveal to you that you highlight as we look at the here reading method?
0: So I highlighted two, and I'm going to read them and then kind of explain the link that I see between the two. Mm-hmm. The first one is verse eight, which reads... Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. And then secondly, verse 17. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will we be, we will be with the Lord. So we will be with the Lord always.
1: Hmm. So what's the connection there you see between those two in explaining this text?
0: So this chapter is kind of broken into... In my Bible, is two sections, one talking about holy living, specifically fleeing from sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, Paul's beginning to talk about the day of the Lord and most importantly, the assurance that Christians have mm-hmm. for that day. Mm-hmm. And to me, the connection between those two things is the Holy Spirit, which is given to everyone who, who believes in Jesus. And so um, kind of taking the the first part first, verse 8... It made me think that, you know, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we are instructed to live holy lives. And mm-hmm. we talked about that on another day as well. Um, and this pursuit constitute not only knowledge of the holy, but also kind of a progression of becoming more holy in our actions and attitudes. And that's all through the work of the Spirit. Um, additionally, the Holy Spirit in Ephesians is called a seal. Mm-hmm. And or a, a down payment yep. um, for what's for what's to come. Um, so, kind of what I reflected on and um, think are an application point is when we become a believer in Jesus, all of us is is redeemed. Like He finished everything on the cross, and that gives you assurance, and it also can prompt you, since now you receive the Holy Spirit, towards sanctification. And so we're to treat our bodies and the bodies of others well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that we, that we do that is because we're looking forward to the assurance that we have when we will be with the Lord always.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you look at the uh, that first part there in um, verse 8 uh, therefore whoever disregards this disregards not man but God like God has given us um, his design and mm-hmm. so like I've mentioned here on this podcast we teach the three circles when it comes how to share a faith but why I really enjoy the three circles so much more than just a quote-unquote evangelism tools because it's a Christian life tool like mm-hmm. hey here's this thing and so part of it is like once we come into a relationship with Jesus and believe in the gospel uh, we then recover into pursue Mm -hmm. back towards God's design. Uh, And you had mentioned it earlier this week as well in our podcast. Like uh, it's not about what, what Nicole desires. It's not about, you know, the Stoics there in in Acts Mm -hmm. chapter 17. It's not like, Hey, what scratches my ear? What makes me feel good? You know, Mm -hmm. and what's my truth. But like, we come back to like disregards, not man, but God. And he gives us the Holy spirit who who is Mm -hmm. the the ultimate authority that's sealed in there. And like we're to recover and pursue uh, in this, Areas. He's dealing with these sexually immoral things that's going on here in the church in Thessalonica, mm-hmm. as well as in the second part, the coming of the Lord was these false teachings that were going around about what the resurrection or the, the rapture would look like and that mm-hmm. all these wrong teachings. And he's like, no, 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 it's not about what man thinks. It's about what God thinks and what God says, and returning back to to God's original design. And Mm -hmm. and I know you love history, and you probably already know this, but like Thomas Jefferson had a copy of the Bible where he took like today we take like a permanent marker and he blacked out Mm -hmm. things that he did not like or agree with in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm not reading that. And like it's like that's a pretty audacious thing to do here um, in that. And so yeah, I I think it's a beautiful text, and we see that the assurance of our relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. and that our bodies are temples where the Holy Spirit. Uh, Resides, good stuff. Like How do you begin to respond to to a text like this? What is God calling Nicole to do?
0: Um, I think that this reflection or these verses help me reflect, and they're a reminder um, of the assurance that the Holy Spirit brings, mm-hmm. and and just knowing that we're secure in that and we're anchored. And I know I've had experiences um, in different in different circumstances where you're like, oh my gosh, things feel so chaotic. Mm. And so, like, we're in the middle of a, of a storm emotionally. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I always try and think back on, it's probably one of my favorite Bible stories, is when Jesus stands up and the storm is... Ra- a literal storm is mm-hmm. raging. Mm-hmm. And he says, be still.
1: Peace, be still.
0: And that is one thing that I pray when I start to feel that that chaos is just mm-hmm. peace... And just quote him, peace, mm-hmm. be still. And very often you'll see that peace start to come about from seemingly nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, that is one thing, turning to God, remembering what God's word says mm. and bringing that to the forefront um,
1: yeah, first. Even when you said like you know Jesus teaching one of his last things was like, "Peace I came and peace I leave to give with you. Peace you go into the world." And he's, he's the Prince of Peace, the mm-hmm. Mighty Counselor. Uh, like peace is a big thing when it comes to relationship with Jesus. It's not a peace that's like you fake it till you make it. But like you said, like a peace that no matter what does ensue, mm-hmm. Christ is right there with me through it and all.
0: And that that's one thing that I see in so many people's lives, inside the church and outside the church, and. To, to fellow Christians, I just think you know, you have the peace. Mm-hmm. Like you have it, claim it. Like go out there, reach out there, and grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, grab it like just like when when Peter's walking on the water and he starts to sink. Yeah. And people always say like, oh my gosh, he took his eyes off Jesus and he's yeah. was sinking. And I'm like, there was 11 other guys in the boat. Yeah. They didn't even get out. hmm You know, you you have Jesus that can grab onto you and that can save you. And and for those that that don't know Christ and don't know that peace. There is peace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to always be turmoil. There mm-hmm. is peace in this world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, uh, today we're in First Thessalonians 4. Tomorrow we will wrap up First Thessalonians in chapter 5. So we will see you there.